T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one... They're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. Working on a night Now, back to Late Night with Hancock and Kelly. I love it at night. On King of OX. Thanksgiving dinner. It's one of the things we all look forward to each and every year. Our birthday. Little cake, candles on top, ever increasing supply of candles on top of the cake. We look forward to that. But perhaps there is nothing we look forward to more than our weekly visit with Sean Michael Lyle here. At the voice of St. Louis, Sean Michael, the most fascinating man in the world. How are you, my friend? I'm... Your microphone is I, off. I, there there you, are. you are. I'm fine. I actually, I don't do Thanksgiving dinner or celebrate my birthday. <laughs> of course what? Not. Not. Why don't you do Thanksgiving dinner? Because I work usually. I'd like to say I'm yeah. shocked, but uh, not so much. Because you are a fascinating Well, my man. wife and I would give thanks every day. Several oh. times a day, in fact. Hey, now. You found each other. Oh. Huh? Yeah. Well, um, yeah, I mean, we we thank God all the time. And you and you found each other in uh, mm-hmm. grade school. Uh, well, no, I was in high school. High school. Yeah, there you were. So you're in high school. You're studying, and uh, what were you? No, your... I was. It wasn't actually in high school. I was in high school, she, and I. Uh, she was in about grade holidays. school. <laughs> 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 yeah, and then the police showed up. <laughs> She's actually a little bit older than I am. Is no, that right? Yeah. I, I speaking of uh, holidays, it yeah. was uh, a Christmas Carol at the Santa Clara Arena Theater. There it was. Which, and uh, I was I was in the cast, was and the she cast. led the uh, choir with the she guitar. She was leading wow. the choir and, with the guitar, and that's how we met. And your eyes met across the room. Uh, yeah, something and, like and that. And then there was the after party. And uh, no, I'm well, making, I'm we making this up. we actually went to Taco Bell, which is right next door. Ooh. Took a run for the border. And, we did. Uh, so That's the start of every good relationship. The, uh, uh, yeah. This is important. Were you having the uh, the crispy tacos at Taco Bell? Uh, yeah, at the time, that was the only tacos they had. Yeah, That's the truth. So there they are over tacos, little lettuce, little cheese mm-hmm. on top of the. Uh, we also beef. went out to a movie. Clo- oh, a brand new movie that was so much fun. It was Close Encounters of the Third Kind. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's Steven Spielberg? Yeah, what, yeah. That would have been 1980. No, 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 no. 77. 70, 77. Yeah. There you are. Oh, is it Richard Dreyfus? Is that yeah, he was that? in that yeah. and mashed potatoes. Uh, holding hands at the movie? Did you get it? Did you slip over there and uh, grab yes. a little something? Uh, you did. Held hands. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, so that's where it all began. She's a very good girl and, and from a very good family, and I couldn't do any of that kind of thing. Wow. Yeah. Well, what Phenomenal. a love story. Taco Bell and 
Close Encounters of the Third Kind. <laughs> we had our own Close Encounters, yeah. Hey, now. Hey, maybe, hey. Maybe the fourth or fifth kind at some point. <laughs> I know that. Jeez. And to this day, it's still going strong. Oh, yeah. So, uh, How our, many years is that? I don't know. Yeah, a lot. I have no idea. Yeah, really? A lot. Yeah. I don't, I, he doesn't I don't celebrate know. his birthdays, buddy. How do I you don't know. ask him how long he's been married? Does she know? I, I don't know. No, we don't know our anniversary. You don't? What? No, we know that it's not June 12th because my parents, my mother got us a silver dish that said June 12th. And, yeah. and we said, is that right? And we checked and it wasn't right. And so, But other than that, I don't know when. Do you think it could have been like a retread gift she had as she was walking through? You no, know, that never occurred to us know, now that you mention it. That could be it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why she thought it was June 12th. So yeah. if, you've, if you've been uh, paying attention here, and I hope you have, uh, we know that Shawn Michael Lyle is uh, a man of Hollywood. He's, mm-hmm. he's a man of uh, the silver screen. He's been an actor. Uh, he has been a radio personality in Hollywood. He's studied. He's been a DJ. Radio. He's, been, yeah. he's done it all. Been a DJ. Yeah. He's done it all. But I learned something tonight as we were chomping on the pizza that, Michael, you so kindly Thank you for in. the pizza. Oh, yeah. thank you guys. Uh, you are a backstage presence at some of the biggest musical uh, oh. groups of all time. Well, yeah, I've... I say backstage because uh, I was at radio stations and we present various people in concert. Yeah. And so when we do that, uh, you know, you, you have winners you know, who you bring The contest backstage. winners. The contest winners. Yes. And I would bring them backstage. So I was the guy who was backstage. Wow. And I would stay backstage generally. Yeah. I, the, the shows really didn't interest me for a large part. Is that right? Yeah, yeah. Um, and so, well, like, for example, I remember uh, ZZ Top. There they are. Uh, for example. Little uh, beards are yeah, rolling down there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so there we were in, in eastern Washington where the University of Idaho and Washington State University are. And they were doing a concert where Washington State is. And they wanted to know, where can we get some good tacos? So we brought them to a Taco place. Bell. No, we brought them to a place in Moscow, Idaho. I don't think it's still there, but a little taco shop in Moscow, Idaho. And these are guys from Texas, West it's Texas. It's called the uh, I don't Krim- know what Kremlinio. I don't remember what it was. But they were like, wow, there are great tacos in in Moscow, Idaho. ZZ Top. Wow. And ZZ Top. They were, they were fascinated. They loved the tacos in Moscow. They did. They did. Huh. And because uh, remember uh, the Moscow to Moscow tour with that was the same place with uh, Yakov Smirnov. Of course, yeah, uh, Alabama. What a, what a I used to, I, I I've talked to the guys from the band Alabama quite yeah, a bit. Yeah. Um, but yeah, backstage with with those guys. Wow, uh, what happens backstage at a concert? Um, nothing really. Yeah, people are very quiet and they're just getting ready. There are people who are tuning guitars and uh-huh. handing handing uh, out guitars. Yeah, we're going to have to do better than that with uh, the story. Sean. Okay, um, uh, um, Eddie Van Halen. Yes, may the late may he rest in may, peace. May he rest in peace <laughs> because if he ever uh, got caught by his wife, he would have had to have rested in peace. <laughs> he had he had uh, lookouts. At his concerts, because Valerie Bertinelli, his yeah. then wife, yeah. used to like to show up unannounced. Just boom, ah, there he'd, she is. He'd be out in the middle of you know wherever it is doing a concert, and she would just fly out there, and then she'd show up, and there she would be. And so he had lookouts, and as soon as uh, she was spotted, then people went scrambling. Beautiful girls were disappearing into the so woodwork. So what, what, what we're learning here is that Eddie Van Halen may or may not have been surrounded by beautiful women. He was surrounded by beautiful at women. At his concerts. Yes. And then all of a sudden. Backstage. Boom. 
Valerie Bertinelli would appears, show up, and they, yeah. they would scurry like cockroaches when the light comes on. That's exactly. Did it. you witness oh. the lookouts uh, shooing I, away, folks? No, well, she didn't show up, so ah. I never saw them being yeah. shooed away. But uh, you, you know, a lot of people think that uh, my lovely bride looks uh-huh. like Valerie Bertinelli. Yeah, I, I see that. Yeah, yeah, I see it too. Really? Yeah. Well, you don't look anything what was like the name Annie of her Bertinelli. <laughs> 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 yeah, you don't. I used to. What was the name of her TV program? Uh, One uh, Day at a Time. One Day at a Time. One Day at a Time. It was uh, Valerie Bertinelli. Let's see if we can do the cast here. So you. Hit, well, actually, and I got a, I, I met, course, I got a course. story about that. So I was, I was going home from broadcasting <laughs> school. They yes. uh, and, uh, and In Hollywood. Was, in Hollywood. Yes. It was very late. It was like almost midnight. Midnight And I was looking at, and I was Walking along, and there was this young woman who was looking in the window of a bookstore. The bookstore window. Yeah, and it was there were no the the lights were off. And the I, lights were off in the bookstore. And and I stood there and and I looked at her. Yes. And she was just staring, and she could li- looked at me and smiled. Staring, and she looked. And so at I Sean said to Michael her, I said, smiled. "Hello, Laura." Laura. And it woke her up. Uh-huh. I think Laura. that she may have been under the influence of something at the time. Laura, who? Well, that's the thing. I knew her first name was Laura. Yeah. But everybody else knows her by her middle name, Mackenzie. Is Mackenzie Phillips. Unbelievable. Oh, he knew Mackenzie Phillips by the name of Laura as she looked in a bookstore in the dark in and, Hollywood. And, Unbelievable. And we went across the street and had a hamburger. Have we, hey, now. Un, where? Uh, on Hollywood Boulevard, I forgot. It was, uh, it was Jack in so the Box. So you had a hamburger? Jack, Jack in the, box. In the did box. You, uh, the man? Did you ask her out? No. No? No. Well, what inspired you to go have a hamburger? Well, because it was late at night and we were hungry. I must have been. We just I, chatted a in little my, bit. In my, it was the only thing that was open. In my right. 51 years on this planet, I have probably been to fast food restaurants per, maybe 2,700 times. Mm-hmm. Never okay, have I met ZZ Top... Or Laura McKenzie Phillips, unbelievable. Yep, and that's that. But Bonnie Franklin never saw Bonnie her. Franklin, uh, um, uh, the uh, the guy who the, Pat Schaefer. Harrington never Pat Harrington. never met Pat Harrington. Huh. Uh, Paul Masur, who was the the boyfriend, he yes. was actually the uh, he was the president of the union of which I, I don't know about you, but I am in the Screen yeah, Actors we're in Guild. It. Yeah, we're yeah, in. We're in. Yeah, he was he was the Screen Actors Guild union president. So those are the people who are. You in know the show. who else was the Screen Actors Guild union president from uh, St. Louis? Who from St. Louis? Who? Laura Ingalls, the White Shadow. Well, Laura, I met her. I talked to her. Of course he met her. Yeah. And her husband, too, at the time. And the horse he rode in Who came, who was from St. Louis? The the White Shadow. Ken, uh, what's his, uh, he was the president of the union. Ken. uh, I don't know. I wasn't in the union. I don't even know the White Shadow. PJ looked that up. He he was the White Shadow. It was Ken. uh, Ken Howard. Ken Howard from St. Louis, Missouri was the president of the screen act. I did not know that. Well, we have pulled one off. No, but Mel- uh, Melissa Gilbert. Uh, there she was. D- I, she and I kind of hung out a little bit in Tombstone, Arizona, along with uh, Bruce, Bruce Boxleitner, who's a really great guy. Bruce Boxleitner, yeah, who played were, the Incredible Hulk, did he? Yeah, I don't know. I they don't were know. married to each other at that time, oh. but yeah. No, he How didn't about play that? that. That was Bill Bixby. How long you been in the union? Uh, well, I, just since I came here. Oh. Yeah, I was in the Screed Extras Guild back when I lived Because he was in the movies, Michael. I this know man he was, was in, in the motion movie. pictures. I know yeah. You were sitting next to a famous actor here. Well, I didn't rate to be in the Screen Actors Guild. He at played the, time. the role of. I was just in the. Do extras you still get royalty guild. checks? No. He played his, uh, the extras role of. Never what's his name in, in. What you call it? What was it? The, you played the role of. Uh, in General Hospital. Uh, yeah, Dr. Winston. Something. Dr. Winston yeah. in General Hospital. Yeah, but that was. That actually, like I said, it was 
extras guild. It, I, did, I didn't rate. If I had signed a contract, it's all been just under contract. Did you have to say, like, Amazing. doctor stuff, like, give me 20 cc's of this no. and pass me a scalpel? No, no, no. I just stood there, and I, I don't even remember what I said. Yeah, put him in OR2. No, uh-huh. the, uh, Emily McLaughlin was the patient. There she was. Yeah, there she was. The, that was the nurse. Uh, what's her name? Um. Yeah, Jesse Brewer. Yes. I remembered. Oh my gosh! There you go. Now I'm impressing well, folks, myself. If uh, if if you didn't believe me before, you do now. This may be the most incredible man. I remember in Jesse the world. Brewer. After Jesse all these Brewer. Years. After all wow. these years, Sean Michael Lyle, and I hate to step away. It's it almost pains me to walk away from the Taco Bell and. What was the other restaurant? Uh, Jack in the Box. Jack in the Box. Uh, with these famous He's celebrities. He's a big spender, right? Uh, He's one of the it was the only, the only lights that were yeah. on on Hollywood Boulevard at the Hey, time. you want to go to White Castle? <laughs> no. Oh, okay. <laughs> when we come back, Braxton Payne, what's trending? That's next on KOX. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. T-Mobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com. One, two. Two for two. It's Hancock and Kelly on St. Louis's News Radio. KMOX. It's Hancock and Kelly on the greatest radio station in the world. You know it is KMOX. And every week at this time, we go to the celebrity guest line to visit with our own Braxton Payne. He is. Hello, BP. How are you? Good evening, gentlemen. Calling from my lovely bedroom. You know, it's a little little late tonight, I feel. (laughs) TMI, Braxton. TMI. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> now you you live in one of the old houses in South City. We've been having this hundred degree weather. Um, has the sun been baking that red brick in your house? And is it, is it now tolerable to be upstairs? Yeah, it's not been too bad. You know, I luckily I have a decent air conditioner. I have a lot of ivy on my house, which helps to protect. Which is actually coming down tomorrow, so hmm. um, it will turn back into a brick oven here very soon. What the ivy do to you? Well, you know, it ruins the tuck point in. You know, nobody wants to pay fifty, sixty thousand dollars to get, you know, is that what it brick costs? that is a hundred and twenty years to, uh, old. What does it cost to get the ivy off of that thing? Uh, only about eight hundred to a thousand dollars. Not too what, bad. What a prudent, what a prudent decision for a homeowner. John, yeah, you you wouldn't, you wouldn't even hire anybody to take the ivy off. You'd just say, "Hey, Georgianne, <laughs> get up She's here, amazing. Take that She's off. amazing. What this woman does. <laughs> get up on the third floor and and tuck uh, it down. She got, a, she got a couple she of like limbs Tarzan. off the tree up high the other day. I mean, it's, it's unbelievable. Was this ivy intentionally grown in your house by your previous owners? Uh, or did it just happen? No, when I mo- no. When I, yeah, it just happened. When I moved in, there was some, you know, there's some in the neighborhood in South City. It's kind of a common occurrence. If you, you know, if it's in the ground, it'll eventually grow quick. And yeah. so it just keeps growing up and up. 
You know what goes quick as well? Trends. And this is our favorite segment we do every week. We call it What's Trending. Come on, BP, let's go. What's Trending? So we got four uh, spectrum of options here. Um, Doing a little, you know, good old intense research before this. Mm -hmm. So I'll I'll give you guys some four options. Some are a little bit more fun than the others. So we got Chaco Taco, Mm, Robin Robin Roberts, uh, Mm. Soldier Field, and FDA. All right, I'm going to pick one, you pick one. But I, since we talked about tacos with Sean Michael Lyle, Lyle, I think we ought to talk about Chaco Taco. Let's do it. What's a yeah. Chaco Taco? So Chaco Taco has been around for about 40 years. It's an ice cream treat. It's like a waffle cone that's in the shape of a taco, has ice cream in it, and then it's drizzled with chocolate. Um, I, I'm sure, oh, you've never heard of it? No, well, I've never the seen it. The internet is not happy today because they're discontinuing it over the uh, since they've been in service for the last 40 years. So wow. they'll no longer, no more, and I guess you guys have never had it. It was one of my favorite desserts growing up, which really brought me to my question of, of you know, when you guys were summer by the pool or, you know, the, the sprinkler system, uh-huh. what was your favorite uh, yep. dessert that you would have when this. your mom would call you in, nope. you know, around 3 o'clock? Got a better memory than that, but similar to what you're talking about. It used to be when all of a sudden you'd hear that cling, 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 and you'd hear it from, like, the ice cream truck. blocks away. Yeah. And then you it would get closer, and it would yeah. get stronger. Yeah. And it was the ice cream man. Yeah. And now was, they play the Entertainer by Scott Joplin. Dun, 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 yeah. dun. It was a simple choice for me. It was the bomb pop. Yes. That's what I got, John yes. Hancock. The red, the, yeah, the white, and the, the blue. The bomb pop was yes. the bomb. It's the whole reason I would I would chase it. And you know what? Those guys were jerks. They would keep driving for a little while when they <laughs> saw you running behind and the you're truck. You're sweating, and you're, yes. you, you, you want the bomb pop. Uh-huh. I used to walk from my campsite at Boy Scout camp. And I didn't like to walk. Uh-huh. And I would walk to the PX, which was a far, far long, long For you, away. about 100 yards, right? It was uh, huge. Yeah, I mean, it was a exactly. long walk. Uh-huh. But I'd get the bomb pop. The bomb pop. And I'd eat that bomb pop. Yep. And the little nipple on top. Remember right. Was the little it, nipple yep. on top? And was it gone before you got back to camp? Of course. Yeah. It's a long walk. Yeah. And, and then, then your the mouth blue had the blue. Like the, it was on the bottom. the red on your tongue. So the, it was a red, white, and blue. Yeah. The, the red was on the top, and you had the little you know thing on top uh-huh. there, a little dome. We'll call right, it. the dome. And then uh, you had the white uh, section, which uh-huh. was kind of tasted like pineapple, maybe? Yeah. Uh, and then the blue. And then the blue, yes. And then your tongue would be blue your for the tongue next and two hours. Your cheeks and your lips and everything. Everything is blue, and it's wonderful. How about that, Rex? Some Choco Taco to Bomb Pops. Yeah, I mean, my favorite was the strawberry uh, cheesecake. Uh, That was my favorite. Come on, Rex. I I like strawberry cheesecake. Don't they call that New York cheesecake? Yeah, it's a... Yeah, yeah well, it's not a bomb. But I I also like... The the best part about cheesecake is the graham cracker crust. Yes. You agree, Braxton? Oh. Oh, I love graham crackers. I mean, we would eat graham crackers just solo growing up. Now, you know, the graham the... cracker by itself, at least to me, uh-huh. leaves me wanting. Yeah, you want ice cream. I want something. I want a cold. cheesecake with it. Yes. Yeah, I, and so I, just eating a graham cracker because you got you know the stuff you know the stuff, right? And but but you put that sucker underneath the little cheesecake and, and some strawberries. Yep. Oh. Confession: oh. When I'm eating pie, mm. if it's like a cherry pie or an yes, apple pie, yes. I eat the crust part first. On the on the you know the back part the of the back pot. end, but unless it's cheesecake, I uh-huh. save that because it's all graham cracker crust. Yes. That's my favorite part, so I save that until the end. Yeah, but you still have 100%. to have some cheesecake with the graham cracker crust. You yeah, can't yeah. just eat the graham cracker crust because it's like eating a graham cracker, which is point. you know, 
Why don't you pick right. the next topic? Oh, Braxton, I'm sorry. We have digressed. Uh, so well, I think I, since we're on the topic of food, uh, oh, the okay. FDA might be a good transition here for that. The FDA, the Food and Drug Administration. What is trending about the FDA? Yes. Yeah, so I was curious. So I clicked on it, and it was nothing that I even thought was going to be. So there's this uh, chef on TikTok, which is a social media app oh, sure. that's blown up in the past, you know, four years or so. And this woman, she's her name's Chef P. She lives in Florida, and she's been selling this. She calls it pink sauce, right? The old pink sauce. The pink sauce, sauce apparently is a uh, dragon fruit uh, styled dipping sauce. Uh-huh. Um, and she's been putting it over chicken tenders, you know, French fries, things like that. And she's uh-huh. been selling it out of her kitchen. Uh-huh. And, what is dragon uh, fruit? Today, Dragon fruit is kind of like a sweet but savory. It's a fruit. Uh-huh. Um, so it's like kind of like that kind of flavor. And apparently she's been mixing it with, you know, some type of mayonnaise. Um, so it kind of has like a little sweet, tangy uh, flavor to I it. I think this is the stuff you take to make you throw up if you have, have ingested poison. I, I drank and, it for my colonoscopy. Uh-huh. <laughs> and so it looks like Pepto-Bismol, but uh-huh. she's making a lot of money. On TikTok, uh-huh. um, and a lot of people are saying it's kind of like ranch dressing. It's kind of like fancy sauce, which is what I call fancy sauce. is half ketchup, half mayonnaise. Oh. Um, so something similar to that. What I think is interesting is the reason that this is trending is that a lot of people have been getting sick um, mm-hmm. from this. Ding, ding, ding. Uh, Here. From this uh, pink sauce, <laughs> she calls it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And... And the reason that she's they're getting sick and, you know, she's on this TikTok, she's explaining, you know, I'm refunding everybody that you got sick or the packaging's messed up. Well, and then somebody in the comments said, well, is this approved by the FDA? Uh-oh. And she said, I don't know what the FDA is. Uh-oh. So she's been selling this, and she says later, her you know, her management team says she misspoke and and all this stuff, but she didn't know that what the food was in the Food and Drug Administration. And apparently, this is all legal for her to do, which I thought was interesting. Well, she's so been manufacturing. Uh, she's been manufacturing vomit sauce now for uh, however long. And wow, dragon fruit! Yeah, so I wonder where dragon food even grows. It's on a tree. Yeah. Well, apparently, well, in the state of Florida, as long as you don't have two hundred and fifty thousand dollars worth of sale a year, there's a thing called a cottage food law. Where as long as it's low risk, you can sell it out of your home without the FDA's approval. Huh. Well, you know what? We ought to see if she'll franchise to us, and we could do two hundred and fifty thousand dollars worth of cottage, pink sale sauce, cottage food. sales, and we could kick back a percentage to her. By the way, cottage cheese is, see, is the worst. You think food. we're all communists and socialists? I just came up with a capitalistic it, idea right we're, there. We're right way over time here, Michael. We, we are. Yeah, Braxton. Braxton, you back with us next oh, Monday? Good. Yes, I will talk to you. And then we also uh, have Glover coming up. We're going to do Glover for a whole week. We should have what's trending with Glover. Yeah, we'll do what's trending every day with you on Glover. All right, that sound good. Sounds great, guys. That's what the second through the fifth, the the first first through the the fifth of of August. Yeah, pay attention to the uh, calendar. Cottage cheese. What disgusting. Uh, We'll talk about that next here on Camo X. See Brax. About to be a great night. Really good tonight. This is one hell of a night. Now, back to Late Night with Hancock and Kelly on KMOX. Welcome back. KMOX. Oh, yeah, baby. That's John Hancock. I'm Michael Kelly. We'll take you all the way to 10 o'clock. So in my... Those are my Sean Michael Lyle DJ voice. Yeah, that's not good. 
Well, so in my learned opinion, uh, and you know, I I don't know a lot about many things. Uh-huh, clearly. But I have a long and deep and passionate relationship with food. Yeah, what you know what that for some reason I don't think that would be too surprising to many. And there may be nobody that really understands food uh-huh. as I do. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've been eating it for many years, lots of it, right? Lots and lots of it. Yeah, and growing boy. In my learned opinion, there is one worst food ever created in the history of mankind: broccoli. No quiche. Cottage cheese, Braunschweiger. Cottage cheese. Oh. You Why, got what's these, your problem with cottage cheese? Well, it's 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 spoiled. It's no, ruined. It's not. It's spoiled. it's it's. What do you call that, PJ? Curds. It's, it's a, a girdled milk is what it is, and a little pellets of of crap. And you and and you and no, you got it's a little milk. pellets it's of, of hardly a crap. little pellets of crap in a sauce. It's delicious. It's horrible. Now listen, you're not eating it right. You need to put a little salt and pepper. And why would you on it. do anything to it? Throw, cut up some. Uh, you cut up some cucumbers and you throw that over the top of it. There were moments in college where that very substance came pouring out of my mouth at about two o'clock in the morning. I don't think that was and, cottage. Well, cheese. it looked very much like it and smelled like it. If right. you want to know the yeah. truth, four three six seven nine hundred one eight hundred nine two five eleven twenty. If you find cottage cheese to be as offensive as do I. Uh, we would love to hear from you, it's, or if you somehow have come here from some other planet and you find cottage cheese to be a appealing thing to put in your mouth, uh, we'd love to hear from you at 436 Is it the texture you don't like? I don't like the texture. What about avocados? Do you like avocado? I'm warming up to avocados. but you, So the texture of an avocado is usually what aggravates people. Yeah, it's kind of slimy. Yeah. Uh, but I can deal with it. I, I like So I've really grown into guacamole. Guacamole, which guacamole, which is made out of the uh, uh, like avocado. avocado, as you yeah. say. Uh-huh. So yeah, I've warmed up to avocados, and I, I'm even. I even put a tomato on a sandwich yesterday. Yeah, because when we order sandwiches, no tomato. He'll he'll be in the other side of the room of the office. Ah, no tomato, no tomato, no tomato. No tomato. What's your problem with tomatoes? Because they look like they're in the larval stage. I mean, you got the you know the little juicy and the th- stuff floating around. I mean, uh, yeah, but you don't uh, like the taste of like them an amoeba. Um, I'm warming up to the taste of the tomato. Well, here's what I don't get. I'm You're clearly up to a man a who's taste. uh, tasted quite a bit of food in I your have, life. The food I've tomato is the basis of one of America's favorite foods, Italian food. In fact, we yes. had tomato this evening. Oh, the tomato on sauce, our pizza. tomato sauce, phenomenal. Yeah, but tomato, the actual tomato. tomato. It, it's, but have you ever sliced? You ever had like beefsteak tomato with the cheese and the onion? Yeah, and no, you, yeah, you yeah like I've that, seen, huh? I've seen it. It's just the tomato itself. It's just sitting there, and it's 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 orange or red or whatever it is, and it, the stuff you know the in the in the wagon wheels or the spokes or whatever those things are called. Yeah, little seeds. You got the stuff floating. It's larva like, is what yeah, you're saying. Yeah, it looks like a, it looks like an amoeba floating around in there. An amoeba, like an octopus. Is yeah, in there or yeah, something. yeah, 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 yeah. Nobody wants that. I see. That's something I don't like. Octopus. Uh, you know, like uh, calamari's fine because it's fried, and I know that's octopus. But you ever go to a restaurant where they are serving octopus? Yeah, and they bring it out, and it looks like a baby's arms laying on the table. There, it's just you know, like an inch thick, and it's like I don't like to eat long. anything that looks like it looked when it was living. Really? Yeah. So they bring the fish with the eyeballs out, for example. Don't like that either. No, I, mean, I don't want. I don't I, want my food looking at me. Saying, I had dinner last doing? night at Brasserie in the Central West End, great restaurant, yeah. French restaurant. Yeah. I had the trout. 
And they they cook the trout. It's perfect. It's the best meal in St. Louis right now. At the brasserie. Uh, not, not, not my favorite restaurant, but the best meal in St. Louis the is trout. the trout at brasserie. I'm oh. telling you. It's incredible. What do they do to the trout? It, lemon. And uh, lemon. they've got a little lemon on there. They've got a little oil, garlic. olive oil, garlic. Uh, a little bit of garlic. Um, capers are in there. Ooh, now the caper. And, but the trout, you know, it's a freshwater uh, uh, fish. Yeah. And but they leave the skin on it. I don't eat the skin. Some Ooh, people eat the skin. They do. But it, it just peels right off it. I mean, it, the fillets just come right off. So of why it. not take it off beforehand? Yeah, I, that would be my preference. Yeah. But um, yeah, yeah, but mm, I don't know. See, do, but I don't with you. Eyeballs, I don't like. Are the eyeballs in the trap? But it doesn't bother me to do that with like crab and um, lobster. Does it you to like open, crack the shells and stuff? Because uh, no. that looks like the animal when it was alive. Well, sort of. I mean, you don't yeah. have the whole thing going on with the lobster. They, you know. Yeah. It's interesting you have a problem with the tomato, but you like an egg. Will you eat a hard-boiled egg? Oh, yeah. No, but an egg, like, you want to talk about a, a real life, like, you know, that's essentially an ovary or, or an egg, right? I mean, it's a, you know, it's... <sighs> It's kind Some of a, it's really a filthy thing if you think about it. Not hungry anymore. In comparison to, you know, at least a tomato is born out of the ground. It does. Yeah. And so is an egg. Did you ever I mean, see you the get George... the egg, it's right there on the ground. Did you ever see the George Carlin skit where he talks about the bravest man in the world? No. He always, he, yeah, we can find it, but he would say the bravest man in the world was the first guy who looked at a cow and said, I'm going to go over there and drink whatever comes out of those things <laughs> hanging down from her. <laughs> and you know what? If you think about it, he's pretty much right. It That's, is a weird concept. Well, but milk is the mother's... Uh, yeah, but I don't like milk. I, I love ice you cream. You don't like milk. I'm obsessed with ice cream, but I will not drink milk. You don't drink milk? No. Uh-uh. Absolutely not. Huh. Don't even like it in my coffee. Oh. Yeah. Not a little half and half in the No, coffee? I don't want any of that. But I love ice cream. So... I'm such a hypocrite when it comes to it because I'm like, oh, Terry, that's nasty. We're drinking meal, the milk of another animal, the, another mammal. The best meal what? with which to drink milk. Macaroni and cheese? Lasagna. Lasagna? Yes. Do, yeah, you have, was, do you have milk with lasagna there, PJ? I don't have milk no. ever. Huh. Yeah, I drink red wine with See, that's why you See, that's why you people don't have bones like I have. I mean, I mean, just look at these bones over here. I don't Listen, like to talk. You're a guy who won't eat a tomato. I got some good-looking bones. Uh-huh. I mean, if you can get to them through the you know other stuff, but uh, <laughs> but I got some I got some good-looking bones over here and there. And why? Because I drink a lot of milk. So if uh, if PJ and I have you over for a Sunday night dinner one night, we slice up some tomatoes and we put the uh, cottage cheese there. You're just oh, turning around and leaving. It's disgusting. Really disgusting. Why would they even sell cottage cheese? And who eats it? Nobody. That's who. Bacon, lettuce, tomato sandwich. Yes. You can eat that. Except for the tomato. So you just get a bacon and lettuce sandwich? With mayonnaise. But no tomato. No tomato. You you pick the tomato off. I never put it there in the first place. Why really? would you do that? Because it's huh. got the stuff. Coming. And, uh, it, but the mayonnaise is key. And the toast. And be, I mean, if, now if you're going to go there, Michael. Uh-huh. So the toast... Is the most important part. Yes, you yeah. cannot overcook the toast. Many people, many people make the mistake of making crispy toast so that it's crunchy and the flakes are going everywhere and yeah. the pieces and the crust. And the, no, no. You want the toast to be lightly toasted so that it's pliable, so that it's very bread like 
with just a little bit of cook going on there. So what color are we talking about? Are we talking about white with just a couple spots of brown, or are we talking cardboard color? Oh, we're talking white with a couple of spots of light brown. Uh-huh. And so that the that the toast itself is still very pliable. Yeah. And you put the The bread is pliable, but the outside is a little crunchy. And then, no, you don't want a lot of crunch. Okay. You, you just want it toasted, lightly toasted. Uh-huh. These people put the toast in the toaster, and it comes out like a you could barbecue a steak on that stuff. Yeah. And it's not right. Where are you at on bacon, the bacon part? Like, do you like, I, I hate limp bacon. Like, my, oh. I want my bacon crisp no. and firm. I want to be no. able to hold it up almost like a ruler. No. No, you want it, you want it jiggly and yes. stuff? That's nasty. No. It's all fat you're eating. It, well, and you got, and it's all crunchy, you know, after fat stuff. stuff too, but it's at least it's a little, you know, saltier and tastes better than that limp bacon. You want your. Like when you go to the, one of these hotels and they have it all laid out. Yeah. I can't eat that bacon because it's, it's not cooked at all far I enough. want my eggs. I want my scrambled eggs cooked. Yeah. I want my bacon pliable. Don't like scrambled eggs either. And there you go. I don't like scrambled eggs. All right. How did we get on this? I have no you, idea. You were complaining about cottage cheese. Well, when we come back, we have one last little segment with you, and then it's the best of Glover, and then it's um, something Our American stories. It is our American stories. And, uh, and then we repeat the whole thing again tomorrow with total information. Unbelievable. And then, uh, but when we come back, yeah. we're going to tell the story of Branch Ricky. Yes. I was asking you about him earlier yes. this evening. That's next. You'll learn. Now, back to Hancock and Kelly, sponsored by Insperity, HR that makes a difference, on News Radio 1120, KMOX. Welcome back to KMOX. It's Hancock and Kelly. We'll take you to the top of the hour here. But before we get out of here, we were having an interesting conversation playing pool today. And we John were. Hancock, you were teaching me some history about Branch Rickey. Yeah, obviously it, one of the most influential. Well, there was a documentary on about um, the Jackie Dodger, Robinson. Jackie Robinson, okay. and and Branch Rickey was, I guess, best known for that. But right. here in St. Louis, he's known for essentially creating our logo. Yeah, uh, many things. So Rickey was a catcher uh, in the early twentieth uh, century, and um, not particularly great catcher. And he ended up in the front office with the St. Louis Browns and then the front office with the St. Louis Cardinals. And he managed the Browns and he managed the Cardinals. And um, all the while, he was gaining baseball acumen and a very smart guy. And he ends up as the, what would, I guess, today be called the general manager uh, of the St. Louis Cardinals. He's kind of credited with making that position exist, right? Yeah, he's probably the prototype for the modern-day general manager, making trades, negotiating contracts, putting the team together on the field. And so at the time, the the Browns were the better team in St. Louis through the 19-teens and into the early 20s. And the Browns had some very talented ball clubs, but because the Yankees were so good in that in that time, the Browns never really made it very far. They never made it to the postseason. But they owned the Browns, owned the stadium, Sportsman's Park, and the Cardinals leased the stadium from them. And uh, R- Ricky made that deal. It was a good business deal because the Cardinals didn't have any responsibility for maintenance and upkeep of the stadium. And they took that money that they would have been plowing into the stadium that they played in, and they developed a farm system. They started putting minor league teams in place. Cardinals were the first team to do that. Revolutionized the game of baseball. 
And by 1926, the Cardinals then won their first World Series in the in the team history, and Branch Rickey largely credited with doing that. And um, it was a real forerunner in the game of baseball. Well, it sure sounds like it. And uh, the, you were telling me that he um, stumbled upon in Ferguson, Missouri, of all places, the idea of the birds on the bat. So he was speaking at the Presbyterian Church in Ferguson, Missouri, somewhere back in the in those days. And he was the you know the cardinal guy, and it was the women's club, the women's luncheon. And he came, and one of the women had made centerpieces for the tables, and they had little cardinal birds put in amongst the flowers. And Ricky saw that, and he said, wow, I like that. And he came back, he took a centerpiece back to the office, and from there, they developed the logo that we know today, two birds on a bat with a C wrapped around the bat for cardinals. How about that? And uh, so Branch Ricky is the reason we have the, the birds on the bat logo. What do you think Branch Ricky would think of that ugly powder blue uniform that the cardinals wear sometimes? You don't like that. I don't like it. It's I the like 80s it. color. I get it. I grew up with it. It was the 82 World Series color. Even in the 85, Jack Clark looked like a weirdo in it. Uh, he looked so much better in white. Huh. Uh, you know, but they would put him in that powder blue. I love the you powder like blue. You like the powder blue? I do like the powder blue. Pajeski, you watch more Cardinal baseball than both of us combined. You like the powder blue? Uh, they're okay, but I, I prefer the cream yes. alternate. Oh, the Those Saturday. Are the best. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I like in the powder blue jersey uh, and uniform that the Cardinals wear. Yeah. To the 1990s with the red. St. Louis Blues with the jerseys with stripes. the red yeah. and the dye. It was just horrible. It was like they were trying to be too cute, and and they messed it up. But it looks better from a nostalgic standpoint now. I think though that those Blues uniforms. Yeah, well, they, they looked... wore those every game right. back in the day, yeah. and uh, I just don't like the powder blue. I do Brett like was... that off white color. Brett Hall was scoring 86 points, uh, 86 goals a year wearing that uh, red stripe uh, diagonal thing. So... And I like the blue cap we wear. You know, the blue cap. Uh, well, they wear that on Sundays. Yeah, with the, uh-huh. with, the with the cardinal on with the, the cardinal, mm-hmm. with the, and he's on, on the, the bat front of the cap. Now the cardinal. The Cardinal logo I like the best. I mean, obviously, outside of our regular old Cardinal one that we all right. wear on our chest. I like the Angry Bird. You know, where he, oh, yeah. he's got the ball in his hand and he looks like he's peering <laughs> yeah. in, you yeah. know. Yeah. He's the Angry Bird, I call yeah. him. So Branch Ricky went on. And, oh, I'm uh, sorry. Be, we got to go back to that story. I was <laughs> trying, trying to tell a story. I was story trying to take us back into this century. Going over whatever. Uh, go ahead. So he ended up <laughs> as the general manager of the Los Angeles Dodgers. Yeah. And in 1947, he signed Jackie Robinson and brought him up to the big leagues uh, and therefore transforming Major League Baseball for all-time in memoriam. And uh, had, a, had a great career there in Los Angeles, finished up his career in baseball with the Pittsburgh Pirates, moved back to Missouri, which, uh, which is where Listen to this part. Knew. Yeah. And in 1965, he was invited to give a speech uh, to a group in Columbia, Missouri. No, he was being inducted into the Missouri Missouri, State Sports Hall of Fame. That's right, and in Columbia, Missouri. And he was giving a speech. He was telling a story about leadership, and he was about, and Ricky was a devout Christian. And he was about to tell, he said, I'm going to tell you a story from the Bible. And at that point, he grabbed his chest, couldn't speak any longer, Collapsed and he was in a he had a heart attack, massive heart attack. Was in a was in a coma for some number of days and then passed away in 1965. One of the greatest baseball innovators of all time uh, from St. Louis, Branch Rickey. Well, on that happy note, I get to say that we're at the end of the show today. 
That's John Hancock. I'm nice. Michael Kelly. You can see us Friday uh, right there at KMOX at 8.30. We look forward to talking to you then right here on KMOX. See y'all. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto-pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto-pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for well-qualified customers. Contact us before canceling accounts to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.